0: Are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our our studio studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Beyond Swanky Podcast. Podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station, the Heat 94.6 radio station. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast. This is the Beyond Swanky Podcast with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, you guys are ready for this uh, another exciting podcast as we head into the weekend. Of course, I'm looking at my cast and well, my producers and my crew. T he's here, Monica. She's here. Arthur and Addison, they're both here for today's podcast. James is in the back, um, and we've have Beatrice. He was she was here earlier. I think she might have left for today. But welcome back to another exciting podcast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I am your host again, K.O.P. Kennedy Lucas. I am glad to be back on the podcast. I'm a little stunned because it took me an hour to get to the studio. Um, Boy, let me tell you, it's outside is getting crazy, right? I have to hit 285 to get to the studio. And there's this car that broke down and it, it made me late and i was already agitated a little bit but we gonna make this a good podcast because i've got a lot of things to talk about but boy oh boy man somebody's traffic is getting worse they're working on this this the 285 y'all know if y'all live in atlanta you know about 285 they're doing construction they're rebuilding stuff and it's just been i don't know i get t i get so agitated when we're in traffic whether it's road work and on the way to the studio the car broke down It was old school BMW. The car broke down in the middle of the highway, causing deep, deep traffic. And then on my way to the studio, and guys, I'm not just complaining about traffic stuff, the entire podcast, because we've got some things. But coming through uh, 285 and getting to the studio, people driving extremely slow. And I'm like, damn, I got to get to the studio. I got to get to this podcast, this radio show. Uh, But we made it safe and sound as always blessed and highly favored and make sure we make it safe and sound because you know, here in Atlanta, there's a lot of accidents, right? So I pride myself to make sure that I drive extremely careful when it comes down to it. So, uh, like I say, made it up to the, uh, made it to the studio. Made it for the radio show of uh of course the Beyond Swinky Podcast with your host, Kil Kennedy Lucas. On the Heat 94.6 and Swinky 93.3. Um, I just wanted to thank uh our fan base so far. Um our, our numbers have been really, really good. I, I check the numbers almost every day, right? When it comes to every show that we do, I always gotta check the numbers, right? Because I know with podcasts, we like we, we do the podcast and we have fun too, but I like the numbers right numbers just it just shows that we're working hard for something and a lot of people are liking it we had a plus of 30 subscribers on each well yeah 30 subscribers uh well i think swanky was 90 was uh 32 and then the heat was 36 but a plus of 30 subscribers on our radio station so i'm very very excited so that's an add-on to our subscriber count um you guys have been enjoying it so I, i i thank you guys i really do um Saying we're going to make sure that we continue on this train, continue on the podcasting train. I enjoy doing it. I really, really love doing podcasting. Um, so let's talk about some things, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, we've got a lot that we got to talk about. And this is based off news from today. And then later on in the show, I do have a story a, 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 a person well, not a personal story, but just kind of like you guys know how I do it when it comes to our stories for sure. But we got to talk about some things that happened today, ladies and gentlemen. The first thing that happened today, we got to talk about that state of play from PlayStation. So you guys know we are. We review a lot of gaming, right? A lot of gaming, a lot of films, a lot of TV shows, and that's just our market, right? We all saw, and T, you know, you saw it too. We all saw the State of Play event today. It was kind of a surprise kind of thing because I remember we didn't know we were going to get State of Play until they tweeted about it, and then it's been all over social media. So everybody has given their take. I know I've watched um i watched one reaction video i'm gonna watch all the other my favorite youtubers they do reaction videos and their first person uh impressions but the first impression video that i saw on youtube was john from Spawnwave. uh he he gave his his after his thoughts about the press conference the state of play and i just gotta say first off because i'm gonna give you guys my my full um analysis of this state of play but This goes to show you that this is why PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox, they're not going to do E3 this year, right? They're going to do it to where they're going to continue doing Nintendo Direct, Xbox developers, and State of Play, right? Because I'm sure PlayStation saved a lot of money tonight when it came down to premiering their State of Play. Now, we didn't get so much of information, right? I didn't anticipate us getting a lot of gaming news because it is february we're heading into march i'm sure they're going to announce a lot of bigger games like may june area where it's time for quote-unquote e3 season which again they're not going to e3 but when it comes about june where the bigger games get announced we're going to see more information now we did get to see um the first thing that they showed was the PlayStation VR. I skipped over that because, even though these games for PlayStation VR is great, the problem this is and this is what Sean said on well RGT eighty five that channel is another great YouTuber I follow. Um, this is the problem with the VRT. My problem with the VR is the price, right? this vr headset and i think we talked about it in previous podcasts but this vr headset is ranging at six hundred dollars now you got to think six hundred dollars for this headset a couple of dollars for taxes and then you got to go out and buy games for so you're looking at almost a thousand dollars invested into this vr headset and only including that thousand dollars if you don't have a playstation 5 which nowadays is more easier to get a playstation 5 nowadays but now you got to add on to the console because you got to have the console to play with the vr headset so again you're looking at over maybe a thousand dollars for the whole shebang so it's crazy expensive right now about the costing of this gaming console so that's why a lot of youtubers are saying that the playstation vr is going to have problems it's cool it's a nifty thing there but will i be getting the playstation vr 2 no not for 600 i think playstation vr will be more accepted when it goes on sale let's just be honest because a lot of folks now and i said this and i just said this on the last beyond swanky podcast but i did say that gaming has become premium right you're paying a premium price for gaming nowadays it's not like the old days where you can go and buy a video game and really have fun with it No, gaming has become premium so a lot of people are getting very resourceful a lot of people are getting very secretive a lot of people are really sheltering their money flow when it comes down to gaming i'm a prime example to it now we try to buy games so we can get get you know our articles out and review on our shows and stuff but even us even myself i have to be kind of careful about what i'm spending in gaming right because like i say video games have become premium so that's what i feel like a lot of people didn't really care too much about the games that got announced for playstation vr at the state of play today because a lot of folks are not thinking about it now like i say for me i'm overlooking playstation vr i, I am because i'm not about to drop 600 dollars for a vr headset when i can go and get the oculus Met- uh, quest oculus 2 for 300 right so um it's it's it's, it's kind of sad but they're pushing a lot on it because it's getting ready it just came out so of course there's going to be a lot of push for it um we did get to see and we saw some indie games yeah they're indie you know i'm not harping too badly on the indie games but i just i don't know i want to go ahead and talk about the big boys t so the big boys that got kind of announced and more on was street fighter 6 we did get to see um three new characters sand geef cammy let me tell you zangief kind of gets a new look but he kind of looks the same uh cammy gets a completely new look right and y'all remember the commercial was well, not a commercial but the the gameplay that they showed and she did kind of a seductive sexy type of, type of stretch i wonder how much people are going to roast that right we're in this political society where hey some people might find that to be a little bit uh sexist i uh, thought that was very interesting that they showed that right i didn't know that they were going to share that on that uh gameplay necessarily but cammy gets a new look and i'm digging it right because she's got a kind of a haircut but she kind of has a little soup in the front. Um, she was kind of like if you look at the street fighter series she's kind of like military type but in this i i feel like she's going rogue right i don't know too much about her backstory in street fighter 6 the game comes out in june so i'm very excited to explore more and see what's the backstory about cammy is she going rogue does she leave her military job is she finding herself right that's the thing that i'm very very excited for her when it comes down to it so cammy gets a new look we introduce, get introduced to this new character. Her name is Lily. And I'm very interesting interested about Lily because now she has a different type of movesets that we I don't think we've seen before in Street Fighter. So I'm very interested to see her backstory when it comes to Street Fighter VI. Honestly, I do think that this game is going to be beautiful. Um, I can't wait because right now, we have a lot of games lined up, right? February, we have Hogwarts. Uh, March, we're going to have, uh, what? what is it, uh, Star Wars um, Jedi Survivor, right? Which I'm surprised that we didn't get to see so much in today's state of play of that game. I'm, I know a lot of people have been doing gameplay and they've been doing their first impressions of like the first couple of minutes of the game. So I'm surprised that we didn't get to see anything from a Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I was kind of hoping that because the game is scheduled to come out in april right so i was kind of hoping we would see that but again we've got Harkworks in february uh we didn't see gameplay of this but i've been peeping my eye on it wulong the fallen dynasty now that game didn't get showed at at the state of play today but that i mean the game comes out in march march 3rd so that might be the march game for playstation you got star wars jedi survival in uh april and then in may um i in may you got suicide squad um so i've seen suicide squad now and then in june you got uh street fighter 6 and then you know e3 announces what's coming up next but the meat and potatoes of state of play was suicide squad kill the justice league now here is my take I'm kinda so I'm still going to pick up the game because I love Rocksteady. Um, I think Rocksteady is 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 a phenomenal game developer. I think Warner Brothers Montreal should take some notes from Rocksteady because Rocksteady's game, uh Rocksteady Studios is the studio that created all three of the Arkham games. So you're thinking Arkham Asylum Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight, the Batman games. Um So, and I I feel like, you know, with Warner Brothers Montreal, with Gotham Knights, you know, maybe they should take notes. Anyway, I'm kind of on the fence about Suicide Squad Kill the the Justice League I was kind of hoping that they would have it the same development style as, let's say, Arkham Knight, right? I played Arkham Knight. I enjoyed Arkham Knight. I, I enjoyed all the Arkham games, really. But... I like the, all of them. I like the Arkham Knight games or the Arkham-type games. So when we saw gameplay of this game, now the game's still in development, kind of, because it comes out in May, so it's still kind of in de- development. They're adding some things to it. But I'm kind of skeptical. I'm skeptical about the character development, right? Because based off what I've seen at State of Play today, is you have Harley Quinn to have kind of a different move set than the rest, but I feel like the remaining three. So that's uh Captain Boomerang, Deathstroke. Um, not Deathstroke. Um, is his name Deathstroke? I think his name is Deathstroke. I'm gonna Google that now. I should know that. And King Shark. Now, now's the thing where it's just kind of like okay will this be a good game right that's one thing that i am very skeptical about because these characters seem like they're the same right the moveset looks the same maybe maybe i'm we're judging it a little early because the game comes out in may so we still have time but it seems like every character is about the same right Except for Holly Quinn. Holly Quinn has kind of a different moveset when it comes down to it. But everybody else seems like they're they're the same. Right? And I didn't really have too much fun of everybody using the same type of weapon. I was kind of hoping that each character will have their own different style of weaponry that's customized to them. But based off what I saw in State of Play... I felt like, okay, Harley Quinn is going to have the same machine gun as King Shark. King Shark is going to have the same as uh, Deathstroke. Right? Uh, you know, uh, Killer Shark is going to have the same I'm thinking of it, uh, a shotgun. Same shotgun as Captain Boomerang. But just the different skins of different colors. So, I was kind of hoping that each weapon will be different. I was kind of hoping the combat style of each character would be different. Maybe they are, right? Maybe they are. Maybe we're judging the book before it's covered, right? And that's, as journalists and, and game reviews, we do that. We, we judge a little bit. So I'm just a little bit skeptical about this game now because of based off what I've seen. And this goes back to my point, T, where games are premium. Going back to my first statement, games are premium. So as us journalists and game reviewers and gamers as a whole in the gaming community, we're looking at games or we're critiquing game development very carefully because it's $70 that these developers and publishers are are asking from us consumers, right? $70, that's premium. So now when we look at video games, I'm looking, especially with me, when I'm looking at a video game, I'm looking at the reviews. I'm looking at the style. I'm looking at gameplay footage. I'm looking like I'm in my mind. I'm saying, okay, is a game? Is this going to be a game that I'm genuinely going to enjoy? And that that that's what scares a lot of game developers. But it is what it is. You know, are we going to are we going to be in the same light of things when it comes down to um, wanting to spend seventy dollars for a game that you know? may or may or may not be good right so that's my my critiqued on that and that was they drilled on that for the last 20 25 30 minutes of state of play it was all suicide squad kill the justice league and it's good to see more characters like we get to see flash we saw wonder woman we saw superman i okay i don't know this might be a woke analogy i don't know i'm, I'm about to go there though green lantern we see john stewart right we didn't see um um i forgot green lantern's name but we saw john stewart john stewart he's a character he's the black green lantern is what we saw in the trailer so i'm okay i don't know i'm this might be a woke analogy i guess i don't know i don't care but i'm happy to see john stewart right out of the, the out of the Green Lanterns, John Stewart was is always my favorite Green, my favorite Lantern. So it's very very good to see what looked like John Stewart in this trailer. So I'm excited to see the growth of that. Um we saw Batman, Superman, we saw Warner Woman. That's not under Brainiac's brain, right? Um another critique again, I'm just crit I'm just I'm just reviewing and criticizing right now, guys. I might be jumping again this game might be amazing. I don't know. But we didn't see a different map, right? And I know it's supposed to be in Gotham and Metropolis. And I I get that it's supposed to be main base there. But I really do hope that we have different locations. I hope it's not a huge... Okay, let me walk that back to you. Because I wouldn't mind if it's a huge open world with different locations of Metropolis and Gotham. I, I want it to be different locations. I don't want it to be one big map and that's it right because that to me is like okay mm, i don't know because we got this one big map and that's it like where's gotham city where's arkham city where's different locations right so i hope that we get to see different locations of the of the game itself um but like i say i might be jumping the gun um, a lot of people were disappointed with state of play, but I went into the intentions knowing that we're not going to, it's February. So I know we're not going to get a lot of information when it comes down to, uh, when it comes down to state of play. I feel like we're going to get a bigger state of play come summertime, right? When it's E3 season, quote unquote, cause E3 is dead. But when we get down to the nitty gritty of summertime, where we get to see more, I mean, they're going to harp on, uh, just as um suicide squad kill the justice league t and then round june street fighter will be out they're going to be probably offer some additional content and then that's when they start rolling out spider-man spider-man 2 right that's gonna that's when they're gonna start and then maybe playstation might surprise us with more games right so like i say i didn't go into the intentions knowing that we're gonna get a big state of play today um i was kind of hoping that we would see uh, star wars uh jedi survivor just a little bit of gameplay with that because it is coming out in april so like it or not april's gonna be around the corner but you know who knows yeah you know this is one of those things uh this is a thing that hopped on my feed over in tiktok and facebook today and et reported so i'm just gonna say report on it a little bit Dwayne johnson gets pulled over and teases police about having guns so oh man if he was not a celebrity yeah he would be yeah he would be arrested um he teased about guns but he was showing his arms his muscles but i thought this was a funny thing that he did it for tiktok and i thought it was uh it was funny but it was just like man that must be good to be powerful like that because dwayne johnson i mean dwayne johnson the rock he's very powerful very rich very influenced um but i feel like if he was just an average black man and i'm not trying to be woke and political on the show t but if he was he probably would have been arrested shot down right cops would have probably been super scared um but it's good to see that dwayne johnson is safe um it's interesting that he got pulled over though i wonder what he did um but honestly if i was a cop and i saw dwayne johnson i would have been like and not nah, me being a crooked cop or not but if i saw dwayne johnson i say i will let you go can i just get a selfie that's it that's all i want just to say i met dwayne johnson that, boom there's a picture all right you're free to go mr johnson uh that's the power of celebrity right power of celebrity now just had to get that little little quick thing out there t now we've got to talk about this review and this is a kind of another review for me kind of not really tea right because we only saw one episode so i can't really review off one episode um bel air bel season two is here now they're rolling that with uh intentions where every thursday we get a newer episode um i kind of like that right because if Bel Air dropped all their seasons today, I would have been so sleepy tomorrow because I would be up all night watching Bel Air, season two. So season two is available. Uh episode one, that is. And this is gonna be the where we on the podcast, every Beyond the Swingy podcast, we talk about an episode from a show that we're watching. Currently, we're doing that now with The Last of Us, which I real quick T, and we, we've got it. We we're gonna talk about Bel Air, but it was so funny episode 6 where (laughs) people pause episode 6 film crew was actually on the scene on to the side it was the scene where Joel and Ellie was crossing the bridge it was a snowy area and to the left you could see the film crew and I laughed when I saw that on social media and I said the editors did not catch that I mean that's just simple though right is a simple simple thing where editors did not catch film crew on episode six of the last of us and what's funny is i didn't catch it right and that's what's so wild to me because i didn't catch it and then when i uh saw it on social media i went back to watch it and i said yeah that's a that's camera crew they're to the left they're just like they're filming and they probably had a drone or helicopter fly over for the shot i'm like editors wow y'all did y'all really didn't catch that and it's supposed to be like a pop to look at uh like post uh, a pop, uh i can't even say it's the end of the world in the show right so i thought it was very interesting that they uh they didn't catch that editors didn't directors didn't um but i mean honestly the show's still good right i they, I, they it's like a oops but like the show's still good episode seven's gonna be good right so I I I'm not worried about the show sucking because of that. Uh, it does suck sucks that the editors didn't catch that. I hope that we don't see more of that in future episodes. Um, but that's so interesting. <laughs> it's I thought I thought that was very very interesting. Um, like I say, the show's still good. But back to the point, the Beyond Swanky podcast is where we're going to be talking about every episode. Currently, we're doing that with the Last of Us, uh, episode uh, six, or well, the the series in general. Um, but Bel Air episode one is here, and you get a glimpse of Will Smith, good character, um, slinging dope. Right, he lo- he leaves the Banks Mansion, which I never leave that nice of a house in California, never. But of course, if you if you missed out, go back and watch episode one, you'll understand what happened. Um, but episode two, after events of season one, uh, episode one of season two, uh, Will leaves the house. Starts slinging dope, and then he's getting contacted with uh, this guy named um, I forgot I'm blanking on the name. A character he goes by the Doc. You know he's recruiting boys to play basketball and hustle for money. Um, it's kind of a street ball, right? Street ball, hustling for money. It can be illegal. It can be dangerous. So Will is trying to get into that life because he wants to be out there making money and then to show his basketball talents. Meanwhile. You get a glimpse of, in episode one, you get a glimpse of Ashley. She turns 13 and she's really trying to understand life and, you know, trying to be a little bit more, I want to say a little bit more, um, woke, if you will, in this episode, she hasn't told her, she have not told her parents that she is in the community and she misses Will, right? She wants Will to be at her birthday and Will and Uncle Phil makes amends uh, with each other and Will, moves back into the Bank's Manor. Of course, uh Uncle Phil, he didn't get district attorney again. Watch season one if you missed out. Season two, he didn't get district attorney. Now he becomes a lawyer. I feel like he's going to be more avid when Will probably gets in trouble with the street ball and Will's gonna need a lawyer, right? So a lot of things will start to come out. A lot of things will start to brew you got jazz and Hillary uh, Hillary is played by none other than Miss Coco Jones. They're gonna have a love interest more often in this season uh, too. Carlton, Carlton is figuring some things out, right, with his anxiety. He's losing his friends that um, played. Um, um, uh, what's the what's the sport? T lacrosse. That's that's the sport. Lacrosse, and of course, Carlton's trying to figure some things out, and then of course. Um, Unveil is trying to figure out her thing out on Vivian. Vivian Banks is trying to figure her thing out with Art, but then she tries to handle things on her own. Of course, you got Miss Karuchi Tran. Karuchi. Karuchi, fine. She, that's one fine girl right there. Karuchi Tran is in the season now, and now she's becoming more of a. Uh, influencer her character is an influencer but i feel like her and hillary are going to have a rivalry in season two because she is all about her brand hillary's about bringing the brand and having a partnership and there's a whole bunch of things we'll come back jeffrey g the butler i'm not butler the house manager if you will in this show He's trying to kind of step away but I feel like he's going to come back into season 2 to help protect the Banks family as well. And I'm um, like I say back, ladies and gentlemen to beyond twigby. You know that's just some more go Bikin, see episode Lucas 1 right now. DiGatti up in the build um, Monica she's in. a good one. Y- it's a show you guys uh, Dustin did leave out, but she was um, I like Belair. Uh, uh, I like the tucking around the uh, Everybody is streaming here. service Belair season 2 is here. For the podcast and script studios cover again each episode. I can't thank you guys enough. Season 2 I can't wait to see what them folks do season but honestly two. i can't now think we're gonna take a quick commercial break but when we come back guys really, really well i have a topic that to i want to talk about on the podcast numbers so been stay up. tuned don't go right anywhere. has been we've we'll we be been right up. up so i appreciate it I, I we're doing our very best to continue this train of giving you guys some great content when it comes down to our our snn our vox news our podcast shows thank you guys thank you guys so much uh coming from this wonderful week we had a great week um give you guys a little behind the scenes um and i announced it on instagram but uh street style homecoming will hit the two hour mark we filmed i can give you guys this we edited about an hour and 20 minutes of this documentary and i was combing through our footage in our, our our servers where we have where we keep all our footage it's a lot of footage that we did from new york so like i say this movie will this documentary will hit two hours right maybe over two hours because it's just so much footage that we caught from either new york fashion week me filming us eating us touring um that trip has been very fantastic um i think i gotta say t new york for us in 2023 was much better than last year's new york trip by far gotta say it because of the footage that we caught was amazing. So again, Street Style Homecoming is well underway in post production. Stay tuned, guys. We're going to announce when the movie comes out, but it takes time. It takes months to get things edited. So be patient. I know a lot of people did ask us, "Hey, when is Dark Matter coming out?" "Hey, when is Dark Media? It's going to take a minute, right? It's it's a, it's a process. And then this summer, and we announced this today, actually. um Yes, we are developing my first noir film this summer. It is going to be titled 1943. Uh, is about events in events in 1943 and what goes down in the year 1943 when it comes down to uh, the culture, Silver uh, Unrest, society, death and, and murder and mystery, Noir. that is the, 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 the premise of my newest film in production this summer, 1943. Um, again, we got my man Chris Goodman. Uh, Chris Goodman was is well is an actor that played President Chandler in Heartline, uh, second term. So very very excited, very 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 excited for that. Uh, and I'm in this movie too, 1943. So yes. Uh, but moving on, guys. I have a topic of conversation today. You didn't c- click on this podcast to hear about KOP Entertainment News. Um, So this is a conversation It is an open-ended conversation Because I don't have Coco in the studio He's doing his show today He's he's off today But this is a topic of conversation That I want to propose to Us here in the studio But I also want to propose this to People that might be listening to the podcast today I have a friend That tells me Uh that they, I'm not gonna name who or who uh, who they are, right? Because I want to keep them anonymous um, Cole's friend of mine uh, says that they feel that when they, they work and they have hard days at work and they're stressed about work they come home stressed about work yes, you guys know where I'm going with this I've had it to where I might have talked about this on previous podcast shows before. And when my close friend, when they were telling me this that day, I got really sad for them, T. I did because I feel that we all have that job where we do it because it makes us a lot of money. We do it because of the benefits Right. We do it because we have to. But then most of us, myself included, have side hustles right outside of KLP Entertainment and outside of the institution. Not going to name the name. I have other things right to where if I'm not in my physical office. Right. I'm in my other office doing another task or another thing my friend was telling me that they would feel very very they would bring it home and their significant other could tell right and when their significant other could tell that they're having a hard time they feel that it 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 trumps their relationship right they feel that it makes their relationship harder right to where, and they were telling me this that day, they, they said, hey, if something doesn't get done at this job they lose sleep at night they lose sleep at night because they're thinking about what they didn't get done well to my friend, if they are listening to this podcast, and to many other people, it's kind of a PSAT I have to say stop I have to say stop worrying about if you leave work at work you don't have to bring it home now I'll be honest with you guys I used to be I'm guilty I used to be that man where if I get pissed off at work and trust me I have my days where I'm pissed off at work I do whether it's the Institution, whether it's at the KLP Entertainment offices, or the studio. If we film something and the film didn't go right, I'm pissed, right? And I used to bring it home. I didn't. I, some I mean, back in the day, when I brought it home, I didn't sleep well. I'm stressed. My heart rate is pumping. My blood, bu- my blood is boiling. I'm not thinking straight. I'm not eating correctly, right? These things are bad habits. I did go to the gym, right? But as I continue on, I make sure that I didn't bring it home. And I think we all need to know about this. Now, this is the thing, and I don't know too much about this term. It's called quiet quitting. I don't know too much about it, right? That's been the latest trend. I I read some things on it. And for my understanding, quiet quitting is making sure, from my understanding, making sure that you leave things at work. So when you're off, you're not on that clock, quote unquote, you're not thinking about it. So I kind of to a degree I kind of use quiet quitting myself too because like I say back in the day I would bring that work home right whether it was from and I can't say it was from GDN because GDN was awesome we got an announcement about GDN and and alumni podcast later on by the way I never because GDN I enjoyed GDN when I did hospitality industry first i started it was fun but when it got stressful i brought it home right to where i wasn't feeling myself to where i failed one of my colleagues this is when i was in college too i felt one of my college courses because i was so stressed out at work right fast forward into working for amazon worst job you can ever have by the way love amazon love prime video but to be a delivery or operations in amazon's warehousing and delivery service that was the worst job i've had because it was very taxing it was very hard and it was a lot of work i would bring my stress my anxiety my pain home and then at that time shout out and i doubt he's listening but shout out to travis malloy he's an r&b soul singer gospel singer I listened to his album, Faith Journey, that year, 2021. And he really got me uplifted. So again, this is a plug for him. Go listen to all his albums. He's an amazing singer, by the way. Terrific singer. Um, But to the point, I will bring this stuff home. And as I invest in my future endeavors, now I learned to not bring work home. We have to get in that society. We have to understand. Don't bring your work home with you. And that's what I was telling my friend. Because she felt so. I, I felt, when she told me that. I felt the sadness in her eyes. Because I can read people. Tar's people. Tar's bulls. We can read people. I read it. And I said to myself. I said, I said to my friend. I said friend. I looked at her and said. Why? Why are you stressed about... this? Right? Because you know... First of all, you're the GOAT. Because because they are. They work really hard, too. You work really hard. You give to the community. You've done all that is required for you to do. Why are you upset? No person should never have to be so pissed off and so stressed that they bringing it home. Because hell, when I come home, I ain't think about nothing. I'll be honest with you guys. When I come home, if it's not late, I'm thinking about what I'm gonna cook for dinner. And if I'm off tomorrow, say, I think I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I think I'm going to meditate in the house tomorrow. I might play Hargord's Legacy tomorrow. I might watch the latest episode of The Last of Us tomorrow. Or tonight. Those are the things I'm thinking about when I get home. Right? I do this thing too, where when I get home and I tell my friends this too, because just in case of my friends and, and siblings want to reach out to me after work, I say reach out to me during the day because when I get home, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. It is. I, I'll be honest. No, no bullshit. My phone is on Do Not Disturb. I'm not even looking at emails, whether it's my personal or both my work emails. I'm not looking at anything. I'm not looking at a work calendar. I'm not looking at podcast stats. I'm not looking at nothing when I get home. Maybe the only thing I'm looking at is my homework assignment because you guys know I'm a grad student. So maybe I'm looking at that when I get home. Maybe, because I mean, that's different. But anything work that I'm at home for, I'm not looking for it. Unless it's a work from home day, right? So I told my friend, I said, they stop worrying. Don't bring that home. Because she has a significant other as well. Don't bring that home. And I told him, friend, that will eat you up. And you will you said you're not sleeping well. You said that you're not eating right. I don't know. She didn't say that part, but you're saying you're doing all these things that's not, that's something you shouldn't be doing. Don't bring your work home with you, sweetheart. Keep it at work that's the time that's the place for it i have this thing in both my offices because yes i have two offices here in atlanta um i wrote this quote on both all, both offices i said this is a positive vibes office only i think i mentioned this before but it's true this is a positive mindset office only any negativity must leave this area right because shout out to my sister Deamber. she told me about negative and positive energy right you can sense negative energy negative energy is people who who conserves negative energy negative people if you have a lot of unnecessary junk that consumes negative energy right if you ever you guys never will because you never know where i live but my house positive energy i got rid of some stuff I've saged my, my my house before. Saging is a good form of positive energy, right? So you got to find ways to create posit- positive energy in your space. And that's probably what I'm thinking that my friend, they're doing. They have so much negative items in there, whether it's at home. I don't know what's at, at the home. But at home or in the office, clear out all the negative energy out. Right. Here's another thing. And this is this is kind of a not a political thing. But if you guys listening, if you're friends with the man upstairs, like I am very spirit, spiritual, pray. Right. I pray every night. I pray every morning when I get in the car and say, Lord, please make uh, please. I, I ask that in your holiness, make make sure I make it to work on time. Make sure I don't catch anything like coronavirus or bacteria. Watch over my, my family, Lord, please. My siblings. I love them. Watch over them. Watch over my parents, right? I pray. Right? Another thing, and my friend does this too. Spread positive energy. Right? And in, in, in the workplace, maybe you might have somebody that starts gossip or or may have a problem. They're creating that negative energy to go around. Right. I've been in jobs before where somebody may not be happy with their own lives. So they feel like they got to spread that negative energy because they don't want to feel alone. That's another thing, too. When I'm not in the offices, I'm doing positive stuff. I'm working on me. I got so much dope stuff going on. I'm not worried about people because people can create negative energy. Actually, people are the number one source of negative energy. Negative people, that is right where people may not like somebody or don't like what they're doing or they want to gossip about somebody else no that you're creating that negative energy and it's very draining to people who are positive so what i started doing because i've heard it in my work experience in the workforce and i've been in the workforce for about 10 years now i've had it to where people start talking negative whether it's about them About their job, about people About what they got going on They want to spread that negative energy Because they don't want to feel alone But here's what I do I take it I partially Listen to it And then I start thinking about man, What kind of tacos do I want later tonight Oh I'm going to sleep so good tonight I cannot wait Oh the latest episode of Bel Air Comes out tonight, I cannot wait See what I did there, guys? I turned whatever they said into my own positive thoughts, and I get very excited about what I got going on. Right? It's the same thing when when I'm on my way, and I was (laughs) driving through traffic, I was like, damn, I gotta get to the studio. But then I was kind of excited, because I'm like, yes, I'm going to the studio to do a pod. I'm so excited. Right? That's what you have to do. I've done that guys and let me tell you I've been sleeping so well I have because I know when I'm at work and and like I say I have my days now I ain't gonna say I'm happy all the time I have my days where I'm pissed off at work but when I come home I am not pissed anymore when I come home I am the happiest man in the world I feel because I have a nice warm bed first off I have a nice cooked meal I have a nice couch and a nice TV. I'm going to plop my ass and I'm going to watch some TV. I'm going to turn on my PlayStation 5. I'm going to play Hogwarts. Like I'm the happiest man in the world. So back to my point, we have to get into the mindset of, I'm guessing quiet quitting because quiet quiet quitting is, you know, there's some some things there. But we got to get into the habit of not bringing your work home with you. And I mean, don't bring the stress, don't bring the people, don't bring the negative negativity, and don't bring the negativity in your mind. Work is work, work is always gonna be there. Don't bring that home, right? Especially, I've seen it, I've seen it currently. People with negativity, they bring that home to their significant others, right? Somebody with negative energy because they're just negative. They bringing it home to their significant others. Now their significant others have a feeling about it. They don't want to tolerate it. Right? Especially you all you married motherfuckers out there. You bring a negative, t- negative energy in your home. Talk about a bad marriage. Right? So don't bring it home. That's just that's my PSAT because a lot of folks are doing that. My friend was very sad about it. And I felt very sad for her because you should never bring stress home from work. You should never bring negativity home from work. If you got to set hours, if you're one of those persons that use the clock system, when you clock out, you ain't about your work no more. You about heading home. And you're about being human Loving what you got See a lot of people Referring back to the negative people A lot of people are jealous about what you got going on Right? Trust me I've seen that every day Currently There's a lot of people don't like what I got going on A lot I had somebody stalk me one time that's true, T. They stalk me. They stalk my TikTok. And they're like, I don't like how you're doing that. But ha, still laughing. Because it doesn't matter. Right? Because guess what? They don't like that you're successful. They don't like that you're doing dope stuff. So they're going to try to tear you down. Right? So we have to stop. We have to stop thinking. First of all, stop thinking about what people think. And two, don't bring it home. Like I say, I let's say I got somebody pissed me off in the office day. When I'm gone, I'm the happiest man in the world. Because like I say, guess what, T? I'm going to slide in my bed tonight and I'm going to sleep like a king tonight. Can't wait. So that's my PSA, guys. You know, don't bring it home. Friend, if you're listening to the podcast, you know who you are. Don't bring that home. Um, never bring work home. Always be blessed and highly favored when you get home. Because again... And it's referring, again, one more thing. We're, we're kind of PG-13, but this relates to three R's. People don't, the negative people don't matter to you unless you are friends with them, big friends, if they're financing you or if they're fucking you. The three F's. Don't don't forget those three F's. Finance, fucking, feeding, friendship. I know that was kind of the four F's. I think it was four If they're not doing none of those four Fs, they don't matter. Peace. So that's going to wrap it up here on the podcast here today. Now, I did say before we wrap up on today's radio show, I did say that we have a special announcement. And, yes, I have a special announcement here on the Beyond Swaggy podcast. Of course, if you guys don't know, March 15th, Georgia Gwinnett College, GGC, will be having an alumni mixer uh cannot wait for that event it's going to be spectacular it's going to be really good let me tell you why it's going to be good because it's going to have a lot of ggc alumni. of course i got the message from my old friend old boss good friends till this day still matt mahoney did share this with me and uh he did this thing where you know he said attention gdn alum." March 15th, 2023, this year. 5.30 to 7.30 at Cosmos Pizza Social. It's $5.00 admissions. Pre-registration is encouraged. Um, so I'm pretty sure GDN is going to be there. So what I ended up doing was reaching out to all of GGC alum to get them on the podcast. And guess who responded back to me, T? Miss Ebony Naysong's Liggins. Now, Naysong's. She, she goes by Nay Songs because she is is she is an artist. She's a producer. She's a director. She's the GOAT. But I knew her as Ebony Liggins. Now, she was the first ever director for Grizzlies Digital Network back in, I mean, I, I want to say she started in 2012, right? But I started in 2015. I met her, and I really learned a lot from her. And she reached out to me uh, a couple of uh, days ago, and she's going to be out there In Atlanta, so we're going to catch her She's going to be on the podcast Yes, March 4th is when we're going to be doing A special GDN Special alumni podcast It's going to be me and her chopping it up On the mic I'm excited to see her, number one Because it's been a couple of years since I saw her But number two, we're going to reminisce on our GGC journey And our GDN journey Her being the first ever director Me being the first ever president of GDN By the way, 2016 Great year very, very excited for that. So, again, uh, stay tuned. It's going to be March 4th. That is a Saturday. We're going to pre record, actually. And then we're going to upload it later on that same day. It's going to be a GDN alumni special podcast uh, for KLP Aftermath Season 5. So, I cannot wait. It's going to be a great, great show. And then on March 15th, I will be there at Cosmos Pizza Social to uh, join in on the mixer. So, I cannot wait. It's going to be good this month of March. Going back to GGC, as always, I'm like to saying GGC has my heart because they do. I'm, I'm a huge GGC because I'm an alumni, right? Class of 2020. It was a hard year for us in 2020, but I'm still a class of 2020. I am a GGC alum, so I will be going to that mixer as well. Cannot wait that as well but look forward to it guys march 4th ebony nason Lingens will be on our podcast we're gonna chop it up for sure so until then thank you guys for staying to stay in tune for the podcast if you enjoyed this one please remember to like comment and subscribe and i as always like to say stay swanky stay safe studio to your ear it's the beyond swanky podcast with your host kennedy lucas on swanky 93.3 radio station the heat 94.6 radio station